number 73, Trombone Playing, from Walt Whitman, Song of the Open Road, 13. Forever alive, forever forward, stately, solemn, sad, withdrawn, baffled, mad, turbulent, feeble, dissatisfied, desperate, proud, fond, sick, accepted by men, rejected by men. They go, they go, I know that they go, but I know not where they go, but I know that they go toward the best, toward something great. Who am I? A case could be made that this is the only question worth asking, and perhaps the only question we're ever asking. Who am I, and what am I here to do? As I write this, I'm listening to classical trombone music. Once upon a time, many years ago, I was a trombone player. I worked and worked and worked to be good at it because it was the only thing that made sense to me at a certain point. It was the only thing that soothed me at a certain point. And for one brief moment, I was good. Driving to Los Angeles from Montana, taking the long way through Oregon and down the coast, my friend and I stopped on a beach outside of Eureka in Northern California, near sunset. This being the 70s and us being hippies, or hippie adjacent at least, we threw off our clothes and swam naked through the surf. And afterward, I took out my trombone and I played every Charlie Parker song I knew, still naked and with the sun setting before me. On that beach, in those moments, I was brilliant. I was a trombone player. I was able to be the music. Shortly after that, my trombone career was curtailed by a profound lack of self-worth and self-esteem and a complete inability to get behind myself. I moved on to being a bass player, never very good. We had a band for a moment, uh, walking wounded. I was a handyman, a taxi driver, limo driver, a bartender, an actor, a meditation teacher. And before that moment in the sun on the beach with my trombone, I'd been a farmer, a factory worker, a carny, a bum, hitchhiking, living for a time in a broken-down car in an alley in Tucson. I've also been, and I remain, a brother, an uncle, a student, a son, a father, a lover, a husband, and on and on. The list of the things all of us have been, from newborn baby to listener to this podcast, this list is almost endless. And many things we once were, we are no longer. And many things we are, we will cease being, including alive in a body. There's a concept in Vedanta of neti neti, which means something like not this, 
not that. All these things I just named, neti neti, the truth of me is not this, not that. This is something I've done, this might be something I have been, but it's not what I am, nor is this, nor is this. But there is some part of me that remembers all of these things. There is that in me that remembers being four years old, six years old, that remembers the smell of trombone slide cream, that remembers meeting Frank Rosalino, a brilliant trombonist at Dante's Jazz Club in North Hollywood, that remembers waking this morning and beginning this day. That awareness that I am, is, was, and always will be. What is that? How do I know that? And how may I know myself as that? This really is the work of our days and nights. This is what we're here to discover. I think we all have a, an assignment we give ourselves before we come into this life. And that assignment has to do with discovering the truth of ourselves and discovering what we're meant to do with that truth through all the other changing aspects of ourselves. What is that truth here to express? Where is it meant to express? Is it through playing the trombone or baking someone a cake or helping someone fill out a, a form for their taxes? By discovering this truth and how we're meant to be expressing it, we uncover not only the secret of our own lives, but the secret of life itself. For that I am within is the same as totality itself. It's the self that underlies all things. It's the source of happiness and fulfillment of all creativity, all capacity for love. This truth is everything I have ever wanted and everything I have ever wanted to be. And it's right here within me in my least excited state, when I stop knowing myself as all these other things, when I stop avoiding this deepest inner truth, when I let myself settle down into the state of being rather than the state of doing, let go of the idea that I have to do in order to matter, and begin to accept the idea that I matter simply because I'm alive. All I need to do is to continue to meditate, dropping in to the least excited state possible twice each day. And then reminding myself whenever I can remember to, like right now, that whatever it seems I am in any moment other than self is temporary and asking, in this moment, where is this other thing I must be that doesn't change? 
Can I feel it in this moment? Can I at least let go of my insistence on this other thing, good or bad, I'm thinking of myself as, in order to feel or sense or know this deeper, quieter, perhaps even silent place of truth within. Today I will take pains to see past the relative in myself, the changing nature of myself, and I will do the same in the people around me so that I might begin to be able to see and recognize the truth of life, the truth of the I am in each moment of my day and in all of my relationships. End note, this thought was written for an old friend, John Wickham, who, unlike me, continues to play trombone and who was always one of my musical heroes. He was brilliant 45 years ago in the practice rooms of the University of Montana, and I'm sure he's only gotten better. Love you, John. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time. So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.